Shop the season's best values during Spring Fest at Lowe's. Get a Craftsman V20 battery-powered string trimmer. Was $119, now just $99. Or get a 17-inch gas string trimmer for $139, was $189. Craftsman has high-quality, high-performing, and reliable products for all your outdoor spring projects. Shop today, because Lowe's knows spring. Lowe's knows home improvement. Bow to 412. While supplies last, selection varies by location. What's the best part of a Dunkin' Run? The coffee? Is it the coffee or the $1 donut or $2 stuffed bagel minis or $3 sausage and cheese that you can add to it? The answer, of course, is yes. Time for a Dunkin' Run. $3 offer available on sausage and cheese sandwich only. Excludes specialty donuts and fancies. Offer valid on medium or larger coffee. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer terms apply. Glacier National Park in northwestern Montana on the United States-Canadian border covers more than 1 million acres. The park, established in 1910, contains two distinct mountain subranges and borders Waterton Lakes National Park to the north in Canada. Waterton Lakes National Park makes up almost another 125,000 acres of protected wilderness to the area. Together, the two parks are known as Waterton Glacier International Peace Park, established in 1932. In the mid-19th century, Glacier National Park had 150 glaciers within the park. Today, only 25 remain. Within the next decade, those are expected to disappear due to atmospheric, human-made environmental issues, better known as global warming. One only needs to look at the shockingly contrasting historical photos of yesteryear and today. Glacier viewing, cross-country skiing, and mountain biking are popular park visitors' activities. But what really excites visitors are the 734 miles of hiking trails to explore. Over half of the visitors are hiking the park's trails. Weaving through forests and alpine meadows by lakes, cliffs, and glacier moraines, the scenery will spellbind you. On the 11th of September, 1986, Jeff Brown, 25, of Lake Placid, New York, and his hiking companion Patricia Duff, 23, of Kingston, New York, were on their first day of vacation in Glacier National Park. Their itinerary was to take in several days of hiking the magnificent trails, but fate would have other plans for the couple. Jeff, tall, lanky, and strong, with light-colored eyes and handsome face, and Patricia, a slender, fit young woman, looked with anticipation to their vacation's first hike. They planned to hike 12 miles on that beautiful early fall day. At around 3 p.m., they were around three-quarters of the way through their hike when they heard the bear and then spotted it a short distance down the trail. Jeff, who worked at Adirondack Lodge in the Adirondacks, had experienced frequent run-ins with bears. He often chased them to scare them away from campsites or the immediate area surrounding John's Brook Lodge, where he spent two summers. However, grizzlies are far more aggressive and unpredictable than black bears. This grizzly bear saw them on the trail and charged. Jeff held his ground and shouted, trying to scare it off. Patricia ran to a tree and drew the bear's interest 
and it went right to her. Jeff followed quickly behind the bear to Patricia's location. She was about to climb it when the bear caught her and pulled her to the ground. Jeff attacked the bear with his hands, and then it turned on him. If you like In the Wilds stories of survival, then you will love Curiosity Stream. Thousands of the best documentaries on the planet, streamed to your device anywhere, anytime. Unlock access to streamable documentaries and nonfiction TV shows on all your favorites like history, nature, science, food, technology, travel, and more. You can also refine your content consumption with 35 curated collections handpicked by CuriosityStream's team of experts. Can't decide what to pick? CuriosityStream's new feature, On Now, will enable you to watch a continuous stream of documentaries. Get an entire year of streaming for just $14.99 when you sign up using code INTHEWILD. That's curiositystream.com, coupon code in the wild. That coupon code is spelled one word in the wild at curiositystream.com. I was totally helpless, he said. The bear was all over me. When the bear actually picked me up in his jaws, I realized what I was dealing with. The bear focused its attack on him. Although it turned to maul Patricia once or twice, when she tried to draw it away with her fists. Each time the bear turned on Patricia, she would roll into a ball in an effort to protect herself. The worst feeling, Jeff said, was when the bear would turn away briefly, and I would think it was finally going away, but then it would come back and begin mauling me again. The grizzly alternated between the couple, repeatedly, mauling them. He guessed the motives for the bear's attack was predatory. I think it wanted to eat me, Jeff said. When the bear chewed and clawed, Jeff lay still. The bear dragged him 200 feet to a meadow. The scariest part was when the bear's head was next to Jeff's, and he could feel the bear's breath on his face. Then it bit down on Jeff's arm, and the bear's teeth made a grinding sound against his bones. He rolled himself into a ball once again, with his hands behind his neck to try and protect his head and his face. Patricia's wounds were not inconsequential. She too was mauled, but to a much lesser degree than Jeff's injuries. She watched in horror as the bear clawed and chewed Jeff. Patricia thought that he surely couldn't survive. The bear finally left, but Jeff could hear it coughing and moving in nearby bushes. Jeff realized, with macabre amusement, that the bear must have left when its mouth became stuffed with parts of the wool sweater and other clothing he acquired as he bit and chewed on Jeff. With the bear still nearby, Patricia was able to run for help to a nearby lodge, and Jeff managed to painfully struggle toward a ranger's cabin. When rescuers arrived, they stabilized the grizzly attack victims. They then flew them by helicopter to Kalispell Regional Hospital, where the doctors and nurses counted 66 wounds and used 1,000 stitches to sew Jeff's injuries and patched him with skin grafts. 
It took a team of four nurses six hours to change his dressings, and it had been done every day. When finished, his entire body was covered in gauze. The doctor had to insert intravenous tubes in his foot, his neck, and his chest. He was given morphine and Valium during his month-long stay in the hospital to ease the pain. He underwent surgery five times. The purplish-red scars crisscrossed both arms, from his hands to his shoulders. His left thigh sustained a vicious bite the bear took out of his hip, severing nerves. Patricia also had to undergo several surgeries as well, but thankfully, her injuries were not as severe as her companions. Get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door with HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh lets you skip those trips to the grocery store and makes home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. The staff here that puts together episodes of In the Wild are all loving HelloFresh and their variety of options to suit any dietary needs. HelloFresh offers convenient, no-contact delivery to your doorstep for easy home cooking with the family. The recipes are easy to follow with simple steps and pictures to guide you along the way. And you'll streamline the supply chain. What that means is that produce gets to you faster and fresher than the grocery store. Makes things a lot easier, right? Go to HelloFresh.com slash InTheWild90 and use code InTheWild90 to get $90 off, including free shipping. Once again, that's HelloFresh.com slash InTheWild90 and use code InTheWild90. One word to get $90 off, including free shipping. And now, the conclusion of this week's installment of In the Wild. Jeff went back to his job at Adirondack Lodge after his hospital stay and more recuperation at home. After the attack, he completed his first hike, a five-mile hike to Marcy Dam and back to the lodge. Patricia became very anxious after the attack and would no longer go camping. After it all went down, Jeff discovered that the area of the attack was indeed known for dangerous bears and was avoided by some park rangers. Four days later, a group of 15 park rangers armed with high-powered rifles were dispatched to the attack area. We are patrolling the area, and if we stumble upon an aggressive bear, we will destroy it, said Gary Gregory resources management specialist at the park. There really wasn't a thing they could have done differently. They were just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Both hikers, continued Gregory, were pretty well chewed up. They will require additional surgery. The wounds are pretty dirty, so you can't close them all right away. Glacier National Park opened in 1910, and through to 1967, there were no deaths by a grizzly bear. On August 13th, 1967, the unthinkable happened. Two separate grizzly attacks left two 19-year-old women dead. The cause of the attacks was the slow integration of more and more people into the park. Bears became tolerant of people and ignored them until they required food and then went after a readily available food source. 
One of the attacking bears had a ripped paw pad that would have been extremely painful, possibly causing it to be more aggressive. It also had to provide for two cubs. The second attacking bear was an emaciated female that had glass embedded between its teeth from eating garbage. The first response was to kill the aggressive bears guilty of the attacks. However, public outrage as the news was picked up throughout the nation called for the extinction of the dangerous species. Luckily, a more moderate approach evolved. Immediately, garbage was cleaned up across the park. Dumps that were notorious bear-feeding locations were closed. Some thought this would cause the bears to turn to campgrounds and campsites, and they may have been right, as many grizzlies were put down if they converged on campgrounds. But now, researchers have found that grizzly attacks happen by bears who have become food-conditioned. Aggressive bears are sometimes shot and killed, not as often in the 1970s and 1980s. Bears were also sedated and relocated, but studies found the bears would return to where they were caught. Currently, park rangers use hazing, a process to teach the bears no. Rubber bullets and loud cracker shells have become effective training aids for poor bear behavior. Human behavior, though, remains the most substantial problem. Visitors to the park behave like they are in a zoo. They do not heed park advice. Park rangers regularly find piles of blueberries or cat food while on patrol. Visitors' efforts to lure 700-pound predators to them. It is not uncommon to find photographers 20 or 30 feet away from a grizzly to get the perfect picture. A park ranger quotes, Bears are very, very good to us. They're very tolerant because, despite our best efforts, people do amazingly stupid things every year. From 1967 to 1998, there were eight deaths as a result of bear attacks. There have been none in the last 22 years. If you visit any area that is bears, educate yourself on bear safety. Know and practice that a safe distance from a bear is 100 yards. Use binoculars or telephoto lens. Do not approach closer. Maintain that distance between you and the subject, even if you are in a car. Bears who frequent campgrounds and picnic areas need to be removed from the area or worse. Even while visiting a national park with over 3 million annual visitors, you are still in the wild.